You're listening to Kicking Off with EADF, the official podcast of El Arte del Football. Hi, I'm Anil Shanoi, recording the first EADF pod for FPL, uh, just before Game Week 38 plus. And with me, I have uh, Samson Barreto, uh, three top 15k finishers in his last four seasons. And uh, we're here to solve some of the dilemmas you guys might be having about Game week 38 plus and the major talking points. Hi, Sam. Hey, Anurag. What's up? Uh, nothing much. So, before we dive into it, I think we'll, we'll start off with the biggest talking point that everybody has. Which city assets are the best to own and what we think the possible front six is going to look like this week? Yeah, probably. I think before jumping on to which city asset is the best, we need to look into which city asset will start. I mean, that is the main uh, thing over here. So, I think, I mean, it's perpetually right. After uh, all, I think we cannot second guess that. But uh, in my opinion, I think um, the front five, I mean, the front six, basically. So, there'll be a DM. I think it might be Fernandinho, Gundogan, or Rodri, anyone. But um, I expect uh, KDB, David Silva uh, to start in midfield and the front three of Amaris. Uh, starting on the left and uh, Jesus. So I think uh, this is the one, uh, this is the lineup which I expect uh, City to start with. Yeah. I mean, if you um, go into it more, in more detail, Silva is playing his last game, so he's pretty nailed on to start. KDB is going for the assists record. He's off by two assists, so he will be keen to get that done. Uh, Sterling said in a recent press conference that he wants 20 goals. Mares got benched the last game, so logically, He's even taking penalties of KDB. Yeah. Mares so, uh, got benched the last game. So, high chance that he probably starts this one. Yeah. And uh, that leaves us with Jesus, who's got two 90s under his belt. But every time we expect him to get benched, he somehow starts again. So, it would be... Exactly. So, basically have a 12-day gap between uh, the Sunday's match and uh, the Champions League game. So, I think there's no point testing uh, the first team players. So, yeah. So, given that we've agreed on the five that we think will start, which are the best three to own according to you? In my opinion, Sterling should be a must-have uh, in everyone's team. I mean, he scored how many goals? I mean, he scored a lot since uh, restart. I think he has and eight he's recent, since restart. Yeah, exactly. And he's taking penalties of uh, deploying now. Uh, he's taking shots on side. I mean, he's just motivated to get the golden boot. I mean, it's difficult, but you never know it's Norwich. Also, when he was subbed off, I think in the last game he was pretty annoyed with Pep. So I think Sterling is a great captain to shout for this week. Apart from Sterling, I think Jesus, because uh, it's a given. I think only uh, Giroud has had more big chances in the last four uh, than um, Jesus, and only Vardy has had more shots. Then as you're writing, and his ownership is what around 8.3 percent. Yeah, he's 100 percent. Given, I think um, he should be in our squad, especially in a free squad. I mean, I wouldn't take hits to get him in, but he's a good, great choice. And apart from that, I think David Silva because it's his last game, and I think when KDB and David Silva both start, I think uh, David Silva is a much more is a player who's much more um, uh, forward. Thing. And um, KDB. So, yeah, I think that's the one. There are talks of him getting the penalty or a free kick. I mean, so 
So I will never know the city players might just pass the ball to him just for him to score a terrible goal or something. Yeah, that's the thing. So I think uh, Norwich have conceded the most chances to strikers than any other side in the Premier League. Uh, Giroud could have had a hat trick against them. Wood could have had a couple. So I think Jesus that is. is Definitely a good shout, and given that if Jesus goes off early, Sterling probably moves to centre forward, so he gets about 30 minutes that in that role. Makes Sterling so I think Sterling and Jesus should be in most people's teams. The third shout, I think David Silva is pretty obvious uh, because final game they're going to be teeing him up from anywhere to try and score a goal, and I think it might be on penalties, definitely on free kicks. So I think we could definitely see Silva hauling. I think if you want to deviate yeah. from these three or you don't have the funds to get them. Uh, I think probably, I mean, you probably would have the funds to get Silva. If you don't have the funds to get Sterling or uh, Jesus, who do you think, in your opinion, would be the next best between Mares and KDB? Uh, this might be a bit controversial, but I guess Mares over KDB. I mean, Mares has hauled every time he started. I mean, his points per game ratio has immaculate. It's amazing, and he's even he might even be on free kicks. I mean, occasionally on. Um, uh, corners as well. So I think Mahrez, because of front three against Norwich, I think is a great choice. And uh, we've already sp- spoken about uh, KDB. Uh, he's already got 90 minutes under his belt um, in the last game, I guess. Was he taken off? Yeah, he didn't get taken off. I think he played the entire game. So I think he might be taken off just to give him a, a little breather. Uh, but yeah, I think Mahrez over KDB, but it's uh, yeah. 50-50. Plus, when David Silva plays, KDB tends to be a little bit more passive, so you probably would expect Mahrez to have a better output. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, I mean, that's us on the City's assets. What about Liverpool? I mean, they put five past Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea side that had just put three past United, so they were in good form. Which Liverpool assets would you firstly have Liverpool assets? And then how many would you be thinking if you had it on, on a free transfer versus a free hit? On a free hit, probably two because I mean, both of Salah and Mane might be a bit overkill. The looking at uh, the budget they take of the team of your entire team, so I think one of Salah, Salah or Mane. I mean, Salah has missed seven big chances in the last four games. Very frustrating. That is, I mean, he has to score against Newcastle, and uh, Mane. I mean, he doesn't force the same stats as the Salah, obviously because. He's a better finisher. He's a much better clinical finisher. Uh, but they are one among them. And I think one of uh, Robertson or Alexander Arnold. I mean, Robertson has the same points potential as Alexander Arnold, in my opinion. And the, yeah, I think he's created big chances at a faster rate than Trent has in the last few weeks. Last game as well, he created three, three chances. And he could have hauled as well. And we know what he did uh, last year in game 38. He had a goal, right. and I guess in a match, I don't remember, but he had a goal. Two, eight, two seasons back, in a 4 nil against Brighton, I think. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so the thing is, I mean, taking corners of the uh, left hand side, so I think there is no difference between, uh, and he's even taking indirect or free kicks. So I think uh, one of them, PA or Robertson, um, so yeah. Yeah, one that's the thing with uh, Newcastle missing five out of their six senior centre backs. I think Salah probably. As well as one of the free kick takers could be a really good shot because they will have chances. They and it's their final game. There could be a lot of goals there if Liverpool really want it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think Danny Rose might play at centre back. You never know. Yeah. So yeah. 
so they might not even have do you um, think sala going for the golden boot and probably our penalties is worth that point for extra over money or would you not be able to pick between them i mean if you have the funds why not that's why not but but other while seeing that i think mane has a less ownership so if you're looking yeah. for a differential mane over sala but i really don't see any um, difference uh, in them because although sala is getting those uh, chances he's not putting them away that's fair uh, another thing that a lot of people been doing over this week in the community on twitter instagram everywhere is uh, playing their free hit so do you think we should like go over a ideal free hit Sure, uh, yeah. right, cool. So I put together something. So firstly, uh, do you want to? Sh- we'll start from the back. Yeah, yeah sure. All right, good. Uh, so in goal, who do you think are the best options for this week? I think you've got Martinez over here. So I think Martinez or Pope. I yeah, I mean, if you have the funds, probably go to Pope. But otherwise, because he is more prone to bonus points, and Burnley uh, usually don't tend to uh, put. Two or three or four past uh, their uh, their opponents, That's so right. which makes Pope a better shout in terms of uh, getting bonus points over the attackers. So I think That's Pope, right. but if you look at Van der Ven, Martinez is uh, equally a great shout. Then coming into the backline, would you definitely have at least one Burnley defender in, given that Brighton don't seem like they're scoring anytime soon? That's, yeah. So if I had Pope, I on a free hit, I would go for another Burnley defender. They have a great structure. I think any any one of the uh, back four I think are great shots this um, week. Probably Tarkowski is a bit um, expensive compared to the other guys. Uh, Peters is very got twelve got a twelve point one last week, but I think Taylor might be fit. He might not be fit. So um, I on a free hit I might not take the risk of going to Peters. I mean if he starts with a great shot, no doubt. Probably Bartley or Kevin Long. Okay, so. Uh, Brighton have conceded the most number of attempts from from um, set and, yeah. and most uh, headed attempts as well. So I think which makes Tarkowski and uh, Kevin Long a great shout this week. Um, added to the fact that they have a great uh, CS potential as well. And in defence, like you mentioned, one Liverpool option. So I've gone for Trent, but between Trent and Robbo, like we've discussed, either yeah, of them could hold. We don't have the extra funds from. Then I mean Robertson is equally a good option. And uh, the final spot I've gone for Aurier because he practically plays wing back for Spurs and Palace are without Patrick Van Aanholt, so there's a chance that that side would be beneficial. Aurier is basically a right winger, right? I mean, yeah. I've never seen him because he's a horrible defender anyway. No <laughs> offense, but um, yeah, I mean Aurier is a great shout as well. I think Palace are quite goal shy, this uh, goal shy since the uh, the restart. And they've lost for seven games in a row. Yeah, only one win but, since the restart. That was against Bournemouth, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, or even shout. Apart from them, there are other good options as well. So um, you could uh, double up on uh, Burnley def- uh, defenders if you. Barnsley uh, and Long. Yeah, probably uh, two of them. And also, so, I think uh, consider are, maybe. I don't know. Southampton Sheffield might not be that many goals there. Stevens or a Sheffield defender would be an option. Probably, but on a free hit, I think I would stick with uh, this backline. I think because you right. never know. Hampton aren't that great a defensive unit. 
and I never know Sheffield uh, can always score. And so uh, what I would suggest to you is not um, spending too many bucks uh, on your back line. Uh, you might need all the funds uh, up ahead. Lamptey at 4.1 against Burnley, decent shot. Yeah, yeah, decent shot. Uh, I like him. He's an amazing player. I've watched him play, and I think he's he really good in the Liverpool uh, game. I think he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he gave Robertson a run for his money. So I think Lampy as well, four point one. If you don't have the funds yeah. to get um, some more, yeah. I That's think Lampy one of the. Now, I mean, in midfield we have Silva and Sterling for obvious reasons. Uh, Salah as well for one Liverpool attacking slot. So, yeah, those three seem pretty nailed on. Other midfielders had more shots, more shots or shots in the box, or big chances or shots on target than Salah in the last two. I mean, how has he not scored? I am still, um, I don't know. So, yeah, so I see your midfield has Sterling, Salah, and Antonio. So, for all the right reasons, you have them. Uh, if you look uh, at um, shots on target, uh, big chances, shots in the box. So the order in midfielders is Salah is on top in the last four games. Antonio second, Sterling third. So you've covered all three of them. Both right, yeah. Adding to the fact all of them have great success this week as well. The thing is, Antonio is playing a relegation threat in Villa. So they might have motivation compared to the other two. But uh, his scoring yeah. form is, speaks for itself. He has, I think, what, six in the last three is in a better goal-scoring form than uh, Antonio, and what he even took the penalty like after playing 389 games, <laughs> he's his first. I mean, and That's Noble fair, yeah. speaks about how hungry he is. And Noble has been on penalties for what 30, 40 years. I mean, I have that song, and he just gives away the the thing to uh, Antonio. He might take a penalty, he might not, but um, regardless, he's a great shout against Arsenal. Don't expect. Uh, a hat trick or four goals That's against him, but at his price, he's a good shot. If you're going to play five in midfield, would you rather have a United attacker or a Pulisic, or where are you inclined to go for that fifth? If you were to play three five, I think I would have one United attacker. I mean, the game against Leicester will be a tight game. I don't expect it to be a high scoring or a four four game or something. Uh, I expect it to be a one on. Something no? or 2-1 close but the ownership of the United attackers is too high. I mean, if they haul, uh, it's going to be a huge rank up. So I think Mano, Marshall, or Bruno, yeah. probably. Yeah. As well, uh, I mean, Martial got his rest in the cup as well, so he's probably slightly less tired than Bruno as well. I will play 90 minutes in every game, I think, <laughs> right now. Yeah, he so looks tired as a. Exactly. And Martial, I mean, he's even uh, a bit cheaper than uh, Bruno, which will help you invest elsewhere. And then, moving into the front line, we have, I mean, Jesus as well, because we've discussed. I mean, all this is pending early team news. If we get a uh, shout that Jesus is on yeah. the bench, it might be different. I mean, uh, FPL Rockstar has only uh, said that he won't be posting any uh, early team news. So, there's this account uh, called as um, Adderate. Yeah, so yesterday as well, he gave um, the correct uh, team news for United and um, Arsenal. So I think um, he's a good shout. I mean, I don't own this blow because. Uh, yeah. But he's been pretty good uh, until now. So 
I personally, I personally would uh, trust them. Because it is important to get our three city assets right. Because city substitutes have only scored two goals for them since the restart. So exactly, they go the top from the charters. Exactly, and even if we take take those facts apart, I mean, even thirty minutes against Norwich, I mean, you could score. It could be a cricket score against Norwich. I really would want um, three starting city attackers in my team. And our front line, because now we've nailed Jesus on, we've got. Uh, I mean, it's another short toss-up between Kane and Aubameyang. I've gone Kane because I'm of the opinion that Palace concede a lot of big chances and are practically on the beach versus Watford, who know that a point might be enough to save them. So they'll definitely be firstly looking to, to you know ensure they don't concede. So they would be tight at the back compared to as the as, you know uh, the Palace side that are on the beach practically without a lot yeah, of senior so- players as well. Exactly, and Kane has in the last four games. I mean, only Giroud has had more big chances than Kane, and also uh, creative wise is doing pretty well. And, uh, among all forwards, uh, he's got he's created the most chances and big chances among forwards. So yeah, and uh, and also uh, his opponent. I mean, his palace are atrocious right now. I would uh, I would even captain Kane. You never know. He's a great potential captain for Kane. But okay. I think Aubameyang is a great shout because yeah. Arsenal always tend to do well um, in their final game. I mean, it was 2011 uh, since uh, they won all the final day games, and I remember Giroud and um, Walcott scoring hat tricks for them. Yeah, I remember captaining Giroud for a hat trick in 2016 or 17. Shout out, shout out, and uh, plus he's uh, just what uh, I guess two or three goals behind Vardy. And uh, Vardy has a much uh, harder fixture of paper. So you never know, man. If he scores a hat trick, might even come. Uh, even uh, yeah, go past uh, Vardy. So. so outside of this template, do you what, are you looking at differentials? Do you think out of this outside of this front seven, where do you think the differentials are? Um, yeah, we talk about differentials in the time. I think um, Ings is another good shout. I mean. He is motivated for uh, the golden boot, and he's on 21 goals at his stand now, and Vardy on 23. Uh, Vardy on 22 or 23? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, two goals ahead of him. Yeah, so two goals ahead. I mean, and Ings could score. I mean, uh, the goal he scored uh, the other day, I think it was against Bournemouth. I mean, uh, Bertrand just ran past and just gave him a great overlap, but he just ignored Bertrand and he just took the ball and Jordan, he just passed yeah. it home. I I think he he is going all out for the golden boot, and also yeah. I guess although he's missed the penalty, I think he will still take the next penalty. That's fair, yeah. especially if he gets and one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And also Chris Wood. I mean, we've always spoken about um, Brighton uh, conceding the the most uh, shots, uh, most conceding most number of shots in the last four. Also, they've conceded the most. Um, Headed attempts and most of them from uh, your set pieces and everything. So I think Brighton is a great picture for Chris Wood from open play and from set pieces as well. Okay, so and he's even on penalties. So I think Chris Wood is another great shout. I mean, I guess he's below 10 person and he's a great differential as well uh, in that terms. Jared Rodriguez as well. So if you don't have um, the extra 0.5 to go to um, Chris Wood, I think Jared Rodriguez he was pretty unlucky to not score against. Um, Norwich the other day, 
yeah that is perhaps completely crossword but yeah so i would basically these are the um and these are the other forwards i would consider in terms of uh, the french shield yeah. i think uh, song he is i guess 8% owned yeah lucas also i think both the spurs assets the left and the right i mean they can definitely be some points Hello? there Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the two Spurs assets, Lucas and so on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lucas and so on. I mean, Lucas is playing on the right with the no Patrick Van Aanholt, and also Lucas tends to play very narrow with the Oreo giving uh, Spurs. Uh, and I think Sako is on that left side as well, and he's not been the greatest post three start. And Sako is injured, by the way. Oh, okay. And Sako is injured as well, so that makes Kane and so on. I mean, and even Lucas for that matter of fact. So. even uh, better choices um, as the franchises as well and apart from that i guess city uh, assets i mean uh, you won't believe uh, jesus is under 10% don't so is mares and so is david silva mares i guess is just about 10% 10.1 i think yeah in these city assets with having an ownership below 10% and having a fixture of uh, having a, to play norwich at home I mean, and being guaranteed starters. I mean, on paper and the one they're predicting, but I mean, it's it, it's going to be a pretty squeal. The shock that City don't put uh, four or five past Norwich. What are your thoughts on someone like Richarlison against a Bournemouth side that have to win? I mean, yeah, Richarlison and Dominic Calvert-Lewin both are under ten percent owners win. So I think Bournemouth are on thirty-one points right now, and Aston Villa and Watford on thirty-four. So I think Bournemouth have to win to. Because then there's no glimmer of chance to stay in the Premier League, so I think they will have to go all out attack. So I think on the break, the Charleston and Calvert Lewin with the pace to possess, I think they might do really well. Uh, but you... they haven't been since uh, restart in terms of goal scoring. But this fixture might um, be good in terms of uh, them playing on the break. So apart from these, uh, who would be the other assets that you'd be looking at? Yeah, Chris Wood and uh, Jay Rodriguez from um, Burnley. Okay. Uh, Shouts. I mean, uh, Brighton have conceded the most um, shots, uh, more headed attempts, and uh, uh, more attempts from set pieces than any other team in the last four games. So I think uh, Brighton is a pretty good game uh, for the likes of Chris Wood and uh, Jay Rodriguez. So I think both of them get shots and. Um, Also, Danny Ings. I mean, he's not a uh, defensive, but as we don't have him on this uh, cricket squad, I think Danny Ings is another good um, shot for this game. He's on 21 goals, I guess, to behind Vardy. Yeah. So I have the motivation to um, uh, surpass Vardy. Also, I mean, if you look at him playing, I mean, he hardly passing the ball. The other day, Bowen just made a great overlap, and he just ignored him, and he just cut back in from an, a near impossible angle. I mean, and he just scored. The goal, he's just going for it. He's also on pens probably. Although he missed the one um, against Bournemouth, I still expect him to take the next pen. Um, provided they get one against uh, Sheffield. So And uh, outside of the forward line in midfield, would you be looking at the Spurs assets, Son and Lucas? Yeah, I think Lucas and Son are great shouts for the team. I think Son has a, an ownership of around eight percent. Um, and also uh, Lucas playing on the right, and he's always played very narrow, with Oreo just bombing ahead um, on the right hand side. 
So I think both of them great shots and um, uh, Palace are without um, Cahill, Sako and Patrick Mananoj. They've lost seven in a row and conceding goals for fun, I think. I think Spurs could easily put, um, put past, I think, two, three easily. I think I'll be shocked at the game. So outside of these guys, I mean, the relegation picture is still alive. So if you had to look at teams that were fighting for something, Watford, Villa, Bournemouth. Yeah, also. Also, uh, like to add uh, something over here. The city guys, Jesus and um, David Silva, and even Maris, for uh, the, the fact they are very, uh, I mean, uh, they're just, they own by less than 10% of uh, the entire field crowd. I mean, that is really shocking. So I think. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, if you want a differential, those are pretty explosive ones. Those are, I mean, uh, among the actual community, those are pretty. Uh, template picks, but uh, if you compare them with the entire crowd that is playing, they are still very much uh, differential. So, um, either of them, great shouts. I mean, Norwich at home. I mean, they've scored 16 goals in the last four games. Norwich at home, what, do you, what, what more do you want from the like? I mean, great shouts. And yeah, so in the relegation picture, do you, what do you think of Stanislas King, Grealish in his last game for Villa, maybe? Where do you think the points could come from? I would probably not go anywhere near uh, the relegation uh, zone the team. But if you wanted a mega differential, I would probably go Stannis last from Bournemouth. I mean, he's probably been the best player. I mean, so creative and... Uh, I mean, it's the most the city, could have had a goal. Exactly. And he's, he's on pens as well. I for Josh King. I, I don't remember if Josh King was there on the pitch. While he took the penalty against... Um, yeah, I don't I think, think he was, was. But I still think Stanislas is on penalties. Probably one of them, but uh, regardless, I think Stanislas is a great, great choice. I and mean, if you wanted to go make a differential from Bournemouth. And they have to attack. They have to, they have to win that game. They have to win, yeah. They are on 31 points. Watford and um, Villa on 34, I guess. So, and with all teams playing together, they cannot rely on other teams' um, results. So, yeah, which would, in fact, even make um, Calvert Lewin and uh, Charleston great shots as well. Bournemouth play on the play, uh, a very attacking um, play, a very attacking unit. So, I guess um, DCL and Charleston on the break could hurt uh, Bournemouth. Uh, and uh, with the pace, the puzzles, and uh, yeah, I think even they, even they are less than 10% owned, so I think even they are good shots. And among Watford and um, uh, Villa, Villa, I think I think Chesky from Villa. I mean, he scored in the last two three games. I personally don't like him, but again, if you're asking for a differential, I think uh, Grealish has not done visually and statistically. He's been by far the best player and has created only Kevin De Bruyne has created more chances than um, Grealish in the entire league this season, but. Sadly, there's no one up there to put those chances. So, oh, I wouldn't go anywhere near, but I guess that's okay. Just because he's in good form, scored in the last three. So, he should be nailed on as well. And probably Dini from Watford, I mean. Uh, I think, uh, apart from all these teams, I think Watford ha- are the likeliest to get a result because Arsenal, I don't know, for some reason, I think are flat track bullies and they might get results against the better sides, but then they just struggle to create chances against the. Um, Right. And, and plus, plus he loves a goal against 
specifically for all the wrong reasons as well <laughs> of the pitch against Arsenal. So I think there's some big one penalties as well. Like, so again, probably avoid these uh, three. But if you want a mega defense, probably uh, I would go with these uh, from uh, these relegation zone teams. Okay, now moving towards captaincy, where I mean, I mean, the City boys are a fair shout, but which one would you be going for? Uh, I would be going. I mean, Sterling is a no-brainer, right? Oh, I mean, he scored. He scored loads and tons of goals since uh, the restart. He's just motivated. He's just trying to win the golden boots, although it's a bit too far. But you never know. It's Norwich. He himself could get four five goals, and potentially on penalties if uh, Kevin De Bruyne just doesn't steal the ball from his hand and just hand it over to uh, David Silva and such things. And I mean, he's just shooting on sight. He's playing centrally. If I mean, there have been instances where Hezus has played on the left and uh, Sterling has played uh, to the center. So yeah, Sterling, I think, uh, is my number one priority. I think apart from Sterling, probably Hezus, because uh, if he starts, I think Norwich have conceded many chances against uh, the strongest of the opposite team. And again, just uh, the city front, you know, uh, Norwich. I think it could be a goal fresh. So. Anyone probably, if you want to play straight, probably Sterling. If you want to go to Frenchel, probably Hezus, um, or probably David Silva, or probably Kevin De Bruyne, or probably Mares. You could go any, but I think Sterling would be my number one choice among all the three guys. And if you didn't have Sterling or Jesus, and you wanted to go for an equally explosive option, what do you think of Salah or Mane? I think yeah, Salah or Mane, both of these shots. As we already touched upon it, uh, Newcastle are missing, I guess, five of their six uh, uh, senior centre backs. And um, I mean, that could be another goal fest. I don't see Newcastle. I, mean, I, think, I don't see Newcastle. I think the only con of that is the last time Liverpool had a party, they came, uh, they went to the Etihad and they got beat 4 0. So we need to see what sort of. We, hope, we have to hope they're on the right mode. I'm not saying they won't yeah. beat Newcastle, but there's a chance it might not be as big a scoreline as we're expecting if they're not on it. You have to consider the opposition as well. I mean, City are miles uh, ahead of Newcastle, right? I mean, and Liverpool, to be fair, had their hiccup, had their, had their uh, block in the road, I mean, against the City. They must be um, awakened from it, and I guess they should put on a good fight against Newcastle. I mean, Salah has missed again. Uh, He's missed for seven chances, big chances out of his last um, eight. I mean, and just scored one in the last four. I mean, he stopped for well, goal attempts, for shots on the board, for big chances, for shots on target. I mean, what else do you want from uh, from a player? That's I fair. mean, Mane, you could you know, go a big shout. So, yeah, one of them. One of them. Let's say, hypothetically, you're a Norwich City fan or you just don't believe City are going to score goals. What do you think of the Spurs, too? Do you think Kane and Son could be captaincy shouts or? Are they not? Kane as an option itself is um, as an option itself is a great shot. I mean, going captaining him could be mega differential, especially if uh, the City boys and the Liverpool boys don't turn up. I mean, that could be a huge value boost. So I think and, uh, Kane and Son for that matter of fact. I think, and again as we touched upon, Palace without three of the first four um, uh, backline, the back four. And lost seven in a row. I mean, yeah, great chance. And if you were, I mean, 
the last uh, for the last four weeks i think bruno has had his effective ownership over 100% do you still expect united assets to be dominantly captained or do you think it'll be more spread out i mean they will be dominantly captained because as you know majority of the fans around the world are united fans that is uh, a given so i think regardless of the fact i mean only i think only 10 to 20% are um, what is it uh, really uh, serious FPL players, I mean, most of them are casuals, so I think they just go with the, their favourite player. So I think Bruno, Martial, Rashford will be all heavily captain. But I don't think they are the best choices this week, but you never know, it's United and they could uh, go to score on, uh, I mean, Hatter. Any, yeah. Now that we've discussed captaincy options, let's go through a few questions the people have asked us. Sure. So, uh, Akash Pujari wants to know who the best defender options for this week are other than Trent. I mean, you already touched upon it. Yeah. Um, Bonnie defenders are great. I, mean, the I think back. personally for me, it's Aurier. And otherwise, I think the Burnley two are probably equally good shirt. I think Burnley and uh, Spurs have uh, great fixtures. I mean, defensively this week. Added to the fact that the defenders we've already spoken about um, from these teams uh, could easily get uh, attacking returns as well. So yeah, apart from them, I think uh, probably, I think I, I wouldn't waste a defensive spot on City, although I think that's a no-brainer a clean sheet for City. But again, I wouldn't be satisfied with a six-pointer from a City player. Uh, yeah, so even if you wanted to go uh, a bit different, probably Brighton. If you're expecting a 0-0 against uh, Burnley, Lampy, 4.1, pretty cheap. Aditya Prabhu wants to know Mane or uh, would you move Mane to Sterling or David Silva this week? Or would you hold on to Mane? Mane to Sterling or I I think probably if there was no other way to get Sterling in, I would probably do Mane to Sterling and Captain him. But if you already have another Captain choice in your mind, then I think I would hold that transfer because Mane is equally a great option to cheap. And uh, I would probably get someone in or I would just probably try and get um, Sterling in for someone else. Sterling or Dari Silva. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Uh, Vignesh Murli only has City as his, uh, has Foden as his City cover, who would probably get benched. He can't afford Sterling. So who do you think is the best midfield choice? David Silva uh, versus Mahrez? I think both are great shouts. I mean, Maris playing in the front three and David Silva almost guaranteed to start. I mean, he's on three kicks and the three kicks against uh, Bournemouth was amazing. I think either of them, uh, Maris is a bit more expensive compared to David Silva. So I think either just a turn, uh, I think probably David Silva, I expect him to play 90 minutes because he was given a full rest. Maris might come off. Uh, by 60 he tends to get taken off early as well, not the Yeah, exactly. David Silva either plays the entire game or he just uh, doesn't play. So, like, David Silva in terms of uh, game. Would you do that move for a hit though? Ford or David Silva? For a hit. And who is he get, uh, taking off? Ford into David Silva. Ford into David Silva. Uh, I think that could be worth four points, right? I mean, you'd expect Silva to haul. Exactly. I think if you, I mean, I would want three city attackers regardless this week. But I think if Foden doesn't sell, I would still look forward to, uh, I would still hold my chances until the end moment. So uh, I look for the team leads. I mean, the last thing he wants is uh, Foden starting. So, because Foden starting uh, itself is a great uh, shout. But um, 
the Foden will start and then you think another uh, manager will get uh, David Silva so he would be you know, target. So I think, I, but if Foden doesn't start yet, I think that will make that move. Darshan wants to know if Jack Grealish could return against West Ham. He could, why not? I mean, he's a, he's a good shout as a defender. But I mean, at 5.9, I think you have very limited options. So, unless you're willing to go an extra 1 million for an Antonio or a David Silva, I don't see there being. Maybe Stanislas has the other option that range. Oh. is around the same price. Because if, uh, if you're planning on a free hit, especially if you're planning to play 3 4 3 and you have a heavy front line of Kane, uh, Obermeyer, and uh, Jesus that leaves. Hardly any bucks to invest in the field, I think. But Grealish, I think, is a good shout. I will not personally take him in my team. But if you are sold on having, a, or if you don't have the funds, probably Grealish, because um, he's on set pieces, might probably take penalties as well. And I think this might be. I think we are quite sure this will be his last name for Aston Villa. So I think he would want to uh, leave on a high. I'm um, keeping Villa in the lead. Yeah. Okay, Shashank was the two defenders apart from Peters to have on a free hit. I think we've gone through that. Uh, either double up early, Aurier, Trent Robo, Lamptey if you're feeling adventurous. All, all great shots, all great shots. Yeah. Uh, do you think Liverpool could score four or five versus Newcastle? Would you do Salah to Mahrez or Sterling? And would you start Pope versus Brighton or McCarthy versus Sheffield United? And which United asset would you recommend, recommend removing between Martial and Bruno? Yeah, those are many questions. <laughs> okay, let's start with the first one, I guess. Um, I keep Salah for this week, right? I think Liverpool could easily put three or four past uh, Newcastle. I mean, for all the right reasons we touched upon, uh, they're missing a lot of their uh, uh, first choice centre back. So, yeah. What was the second one? Uh, would you start Pope versus Brighton or McCarthy versus Sheffield? Oh uh, yeah, that was. Would you do Salah to Mahrez or Sterling? No, I wouldn't do it. I would honestly. I mean, Sterling is equally a great choice. I mean, if your team is is perfect, I mean, you don't have any other transfers to do, then probably Salah to Sterling. I think but, Salah, uh, Sterling, all comes Mane comes down to your gut at this point in time. Which player you feel is going to haul the most? Because they're all equally likely. I would rather have both of Salah and Sterling to be yeah, really honest. I, it's a five-way transfer, I mean, Salah, for all the right reasons we touched upon, I think, could easily match or also Sterling as well. But again, if I say if he has nothing else to do, if he has a perfect team, so probably Salah to Sterling if, you are, if you're captain of Sterling. And uh, would you, Pope versus McCarthy, who would you be starting? Pope, I mean, it's an open, yeah. I think. And Pope between Martial and Bruno... Like we've gone over, Martial probably a slightly less fatigued, Bruno a lot more tired, Martial playing exactly, centre yeah. forward. It's a typical coin again. I mean, if you need the funds, you probably go Bruno. Otherwise, Bruno will have a much higher effective ownership. So, for people who don't know what effective ownership is, effective ownership is basically the ownership of the player added to the adding the numbers of how many people have actually captain that player. So, I think Bruno will. Uh, have a greater effective ownership, but Martial playing up front as a midfielder will get an extra point for a goal, will get an extra point for a clean sheet. And plus, he was rested, I think, in the SA Cup. And Drew, I mean, actually, 90 minutes every game, and he's looked 
really tired of it. So yeah, but again, as you said, rightly, it's a flip of, flip of a coin. So um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, AGG asks, would you do uh, Mares for Bruno if you already own David Silva and Sterling because he plans on moving Jesus to Kane. Oh, sorry. He. So he he's gonna. He's, he owns David Silva and Sterling. He wants okay. to know if he should move Bruno to Mares since he's doing Jesus to Kane. I thought the other way. Uh, yeah, I think Bruno to Mares could pay off if Mares starts. Uh, but Jesus to Kane, I mean, I think. I mean, his DP really has sure a triple captain Kane, 51 points. I think that's where he's coming from. So maybe in his gut, he feels like Kane could uh, be the. Could pay off, I think, Mares. I think if you go as. If you um, check. Uh, if you compare the pairs, I mean, Kane and uh, Bruno Mares. versus. Jesus and Mar- uh, sorry, Jesus and um, Bruno versus Bruno Kane versus and Mares. And Kane and Mares will probably, probably outscore, yeah. Yeah, but I would still be um, a bit scared to offload Jesus. But yeah, if he's getting Kane in and again Mares in, I think good shot. And finally, uh, Robertson versus Trent, Tushar asks. I mean, that again. Both of them seem to be on free kicks. Both of them seem to be on corners. It is. Robertson versus Trent, I think. I mean, both are great shouts. I don't find any difference. I mean, Trent usually uh, has been the much more much more reliable one. But hopefully, if you see Robertson as I guess outscored or Trent apart from the last game, he's Do also you think created more chances. Either of them are uh, under threat from Neko or Milner. No, not at all. I think this will be uh, Liverpool's first choice uh, team that will play against uh, Newcastle. Uh, so probably Milner might come on uh, for one of the midfielders later on. Uh, I mean, as uh, just uh, for the emotional thing or whatever. But uh, I don't think uh, anyone's in any danger of losing their place. Also, I would like to touch on uh, that Robertson, I think. If you don't have the funds, Robertson is equally a great shot. I mean, both are taking corners on uh, from either side. So, uh, and both are taking indirect key kicks, not even take direct key kicks. So, that's yeah, isn't there a size difference between them? So, yeah. and that, that's all the questions we have right now. So, okay. before we wrap up, who do you think is going to be the highest point scorer this week? I think I don't know, probably still Foden because I'm going to take him out. <laughs> but um, I think it has to be Sterling, uh, one of Sterling or Salah. I'm going to go a little bit nostalgic and say I expect Harry Kane to get quite a few goals against the Palace. I, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, Harry Kane could easily score this week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we'll, be, we'll hope to see you soon again. Bye. Okay, everyone, for being me, 38. Have a good one.